there's a thing in in Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, mm. You can build support relationships by having tea with specific, well, not specific, with 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 characters, and mm-hmm. if you and then over the tea time, you're graded on how well you choose your conversation topics. Mm. And if you get them all right, you get a thing that says "perfect tea time." <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah, everybody uh, who is tweeting about the game says that those tea time things are actually incredibly stressful. Welcome to We Are Experts, the show where we are experts. My name is Eric McAdams. I'm joined by just Tom Lockney and Liam Sr. in spirit. Mm. Uh, And we're here to tell you all about something we know nothing about. Yeah. Um, Liam's dead. Liam (laughs) died, unfortunately. Who killed him? Um, It was quite tragic. Uh, The honking man. There's a man in my neighborhood who honks. This is absolutely true. The honks are the herald of demise. You listeners, you might actually hear him honking in the distance. It's true. He he uh, he just has a cart that uh, that is signaled by his honking. Um, How many horns the, does he have? Uh, uh, four horns that he gored Liam with, sort of a la <laughs> Hannibal. This is my design. I'm in for the honking. <laughs> <laughs> so, in addition to the like four antlers that the honking man has on his head. He's got a big clown uh, honker, sort of what that you might expect on, uh, like, uh, Krusty the Clown or something Yeah, like it's that. like when you put bells on cats so that prey know they're coming. Yeah, it's like when you take, like, a hearing trumpet and then you put, like, a big rubber colonoscopy <laughs> balloon on it. And then you go honka 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 over again. Yeah, over honka again. honka, honka honka, I come, the antler man, honking, yeah, but the, an- the antler man is not what we're talking about today. We're actually doing a topic that was selected by Liam, so salutes to him, R.I.P. Oh, well. uh, he chose Cabbage Patch Kids in the last episode, which was over a month ago now, I think. Yes, I moved. <laughs> so, so did Liam, we all moved, everybody moved. I didn't. Do you know anything about the Cabbage Patch Kids? I know they're dolls. I know they were I know, big in the nineties. Yeah, they, I, I could be confusing them with such so many other like branded dolls, but like my, I, when, I know they are distinct from Beanie Babies. When I well, here's the thing: is when I hear the the phrase Cabbage Patch Kids, the uh, image that is conjured in my mind is Fat Baby. <laughs> okay. Like, Big baby, big round baby, a baby that you could roll down a hill, a baby shaped not unlike a cabbage. Or the baby from Spirited Away. Is that what we're going for? Yes. Yes. Very rotund, very sweet and cute and lovable uh, for its physique. Also gigantic. Enormous. Enormous. Um, quite they're, they're, heavy. They're the, biggest, they're, the, they're the biggest stuffed toys that have ever been created. I've got a really dangerous question I'm about to ask you. Those are my favorite kind of questions, Tom. Uh, what do you think birthing a Cabbage Patch Kid is like? <laughs> do you think it's dangerous? Are they birthed? Well, yeah, obviously. They're fat babies. They gotta come from somewhere. Okay. 
All are right. They, I mean, where do you think they come from, Eric? Are they? I thought in they the were ground? dolls, Tom, that were made by people in factories. Mm. Or are we going for more the the meta narrative surrounding the advertising campaign for these things? I, I just I would rather well okay because they've got ads that these... are just two minutes of childbirth. Yeah, it's like how the Bratz dolls are like based off of like characters and stuff, and the trolls like the trolls movie kind of does confirm that those like the dolls are representations of creatures that do do uh have sex and give birth presumably mm-hmm. i did not and see I the think... trolls movie but i believe you yes well they move and talk in the trolls movie <laughs> and are real in the trolls movie so i'm treating the cabbage patch kids as an extension of that idea just like the do angry you... birds movie Exactly, except maybe less pee drinking, maybe more. Who's to say? Yeah, we don't know. Eric, this, is, this is we are experts. That's I'm what we're here to find out, Tom. Desperate, desperate for you to quit dodging my question, then, Eric. Yeah. How is it like giving birth to one of these motherfuckers? Well, I would since we've already established they are very large. I would guess extremely painful. Mm-hmm. It's a, a C-section or no section for me. No natural you. births here. Not, it's not <laughs> happening. Listen. Put away the indoor pool. We're not going <laughs> to use it this time. <laughs> get, the, get the midwives and get them to the hospital because we're not doing it in the tub. <laughs> a huge boon for the medical industry. Yeah, my god. It's a uh, it's every single time it's like having twins but one big big baby. Two babies in one. That's the tagline. Where does the cabbage patch come from? Well, that's where it happens. That's where the magic happens. Where the are they conceived in the cabbage patch? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Why does it have to be in the cabbage patches, Eric? Listen, there's a whole generation called baby boomers because of the baby boom that occurred after World War II. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's not out of the realm of possibility for a group of children to be called the cabbage patch kids. Because they were conceived in the cabbage patch. Because of the, the bohemian lifestyle of their parents. Mm, I see, yeah, bohemian and also pagan. Cabbage They're having related. a sort of ritual sex in the cabbage patches to procure these specific babies. Yeah, what we're dealing with, what we're dealing with here, Tom, is a TV show not unlike Riverdale, where the parents are, the parents' generation is just as important as the baby's generation. Yeah, absolutely, and they look identical. Um... Yeah, wow. But also, goddamn. And then when those, but when they become cabbage patch teens, oh boy, cabbage really? patch teens. Hoo ha hoo. Ah, uh, played by adults, of course. This is not problematic. Played <laughs> by adults. It's okay. Oh yeah, for me that to makes it not problematic. <laughs> Free from all problems. Yes, Having absolutely. Adult actors play teenagers. Have adult actors play teenagers. Solves everything. Yep. Can't be weird. Can't be creepy. <laughs> mm. Can't be can't be creepy if we're talking about pussy and cock. If Here's it's another tagline. Can't be creepy in the cabbage patch. Can't be creepy having ritual sex in the cabbage patch. Oh God. Oh God. Lauren, your stomach. Your stomach's growing so large and distended with so all quickly. the cabbage patch children. Yeah. Very quick oh, pregnancies. Yeah. The gestation cycle is very quick. I would say about a week. <laughs> really a dangerous undertaking. 
Do you think we would have talked about like all this pregnancy stuff if Liam had been on the podcast? I don't know. Do you think he would have stopped us? They probably would have added a time travel element. Yeah, he probably would have been like the Cabbage Patches or Time Walkers and they go into the womb from the future. So, okay. Cabbage we- Patch. I feel like we've been talking about them being Cabbage Patch babies, though. Cabbage Patch fetuses cabbage patch life begins well yeah it's just it's hard to it's Um, hard to market a fetus you know you gotta wait till they're kids and then they can start winning over audiences and building brands yeah and it's a very controversial uh uh it's a very controversial topic to touch on you know controversial about what's controversial about being a brand from the instant you're born i don't i don't see what's what's wrong with that i don't see a real problem with that i mean like that's uh, i suppose in a way that's sort of what northwest is um uh so now they're out of the womb now they've now they've been cut out <laughs> that's of the other the womb. tagline out of the womb <laughs> out of the womb baby out of the womb back to the patch god i'm doing um, so much free copywriting work for these guys yeah really hey uh cabbage patch we will take advertising money um <laughs> Uh, to shill your grotesqueries. Uh, so they're out of the womb now. They're, they've grown beyond Cabbage Patch fetuses and they're no longer Cabbage Patch babies. Because the gestation is so quick, they must uh, age rapidly as well. So they quickly become Cabbage Patch kids. Yeah, and, and so I'm thinking, I'm thinking about branding opportunities here, right? And so it's called Cabbage Patch Kids because that's when the narrative has to take place for the the larger story here that we're telling through our 30 second commercials. And like, obviously we tried, we tried some commercials that were just them getting bored and that didn't really work out. So I'm thinking that maybe there was a more concerted ad effort in the nineties around cabbage patch kids. And that's what made them get so big and popular. Okay. So the the question is, what's the narrative for these cabbage patch kids? Hey, do you want kids that don't suck and won't be kids for very long? These little fuckers grow up fast. They will die before you. They will get so... They will become... They will become laborers far quicker. Not unlike the crops of a cabbage patch. These (laughs) These children are meant to be consumed, enjoyed, and thrown onto the refuse heap. Absolutely. Oh, what's that? Oh, you didn't learn about labor protection laws? Sorry, you became an adult in a week. Should have gone to school during that time. (laughs) You are a legal adult. Ooh, you're a legal adult now, which means that I can make you work for me, and I can pay you, but not very much. For the next five days until you retire. Yeah, exactly, and then you'll die, at which point we will uh, chop you, pickle you, and eat you. The last the last 12 hours that you are retired, you will have a very generous pension, though, I may add. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, but that's also a scam, so that way, because, I mean, what are they going to do, spend all that money in, like, five days? It's to, get so them to, it's, it's to get them to pay back part of the salary beforehand, to pay mm-hmm. into that. They're very old, and they're very, uh, they do not, they do not grow above the height of a doll, so really they can't, they're not very mobile, and they're, no, they're remember, they're very large, they, well, this is also, oh, that's right, excuse can't me, forget. excuse me, they're very big, enormous children, yeah, they're, I mean, like, really working towards solving the food crisis with this one, I'm very obsessed with the idea that we eat these things after they die, <laughs> um, I can't, I can't stop thinking about it, d- d- okay, no, 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 do they taste like cabbage? Like, do you, oh man, are they How, made? Are they made of cabbage? 
Yeah, they've got to have cabbage on the inside. I think it's sort of like a, so a instead, of, instead of the fluff, instead of the fluff for a normal doll. It's sort of like a Terminator situation where they have a a, a layer of a thin layer of dermis, and <laughs> underneath is all that sweet, sweet cabbage. So the second they die, and by the time they're dead, they're you know how old people's skin gets all like thin and stuff. It's very easy to tear open and get into all that sweet, sweet cabbage. And, you know, the the, the 90s were a very capitalist time, uh, and so I can really see this resonating with the audiences of the time. Yeah. I can see why it became popular then. Yeah, I mean, I mean, we are still living in a very capitalist time, more in the sense where it's, like, getting almost too late for us to do anything about it, but I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we got this. Yeah, I think we did it. Cabbage yeah. patches come from the cabbage patch. Yeah, patch conceived are... in the cabbage patch, born in the hospital. Born in <laughs> blood and violence. <laughs> don't ask how the cabbage bleeds. Don't don't Grow worry about that part. Into sexy, sexy teens played by adults. Played yeah, by adults which, with a with a with a killer TV show. A lot of ratings. Yeah. Uh, then grow old. Then are frail. forced into compulsory work contracts. Christ, uh, retire and die. Yeah, and then we eat them. Terrible. Wow. What a truly ghoulish... What a short and brutal life. (laughs) Good lord. Just like the rest of us, Tom. Born to die. Before we research what the dolls are like, and uh, spoilers, I feel like our research is going to be like, they're dolls. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, What do you think? We're going to get to controversies or something? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Or just, like, the different, like, toy store chains that have owned them. Uh, We're going to take a break for for an ad for another show on the Major Cast Network. Oh, we're back! Wait, we haven't done any research yet. Back in history class, did you ever take a step back from that textbook you were reading and just think to yourself, man... These people are very dumb. Hi, my name is Eric McAdams, and I have a podcast for you. It's called Big Time Whoopsies, and every other Wednesday on the Major Cast Network, I tell a guest, and you, the listener, a story from history involving massive incompetence. Big Time Whoopsies. People are dumb, and history can prove it. Welcome back. We're we're going to talk about the the real history of Cabbage Patch Kids. Cabbage Patch Kids are a line of soft sculptured dolls sold by Xavier Roberts and registered in the United States in 1978 as the Little People. The brand was renamed Cabbage Patch Kids in 1982. The idea. doll brand was one of the most popular toy fads of the 1980s and one of the longest running doll franchises in the United States. Reading reading this uh, this Wikipedia page, I do wonder if this was part. This played into some of the inspiration for the Child's Play franchise because of like, oh yeah, no, because the eighties and nineties were like toy crazy, right? Like yeah, I Beanie mean, like Babies, all the others. They're describing it as like the the year that it was released, that it was like the must have Christmas toy, and yeah, um, cause... I. I need to tell you, I don't know if you got this far, um, uh, I'm gonna say a phrase to you, Eric, uh, cabbage patch riots. (laughs) (laughs) On the holiday of 83, apparently, I mean, like, this is not, this is, like, your standard, like, consumer riot, where it's, like, very Black Friday, where a lot of, like, violence, like, trampling and 
actual like attacks. Jesus Christ! Reports of violence included uh, attacks with handheld weapons such as baseball bats in order to obtain a Cabbage Patch doll. The 80s and 90s were an insane time, man. That's wild. I told you, they were toy crazy. Like, these were, this was like, everyone was sure that, like, baseball cards, if you collected them right, baseball cards and comic books, if you collected them, like, right then, you would be a millionaire in, in, like, a decade, because all the collectors would be buying from you. This, Um, This was, this was the time when, like, people were trying to collect Beanie Babies, like, they were selling for hundreds of dollars. Oh, and also, uh, there was an eating mechanic uh, where, okay, so it's it's not the thing that you would think, where, like, the Cabbage Patch dolls would, like, eat, pla- like, fake mini plastic food, and then it would come out in their back. And instead of that being, like, kids seeing that and uh, deciding to mimic it, the problem was that children would get their fingers stuck in the mouth and throat of the Cabbage Patch kid. Nice, seems good. Profoundly so, ghoulish. It went on to, it went on to be owned by Colco, Hasbro, Mattel, Toys R Us, Play Along, Jack's Pacific, and Wicked Cool Toys. That's the current one. And I just like to talk about. Uh, there's a timeline at the very bottom mm-hmm, of yeah. the Wikipedia page, and like, there it starts out. You know, Xavier Roberts. Uh, is introduced to Martha Nelson Thomas's doll babies concept. She's the one who actually like came up with a lot of the ideas. He eventually goes on to steal the idea from her with uh, unsavory business practices. Um, mm-hmm. The sales go uh, in 1984. They came close to the record-setting two billion dollar mark for sales. Uh, everything is going gold and platinum. They make breakfast cereal. The character art diapers. Uh, talking Cabbage Patch Kids are introduced in 1986, but the last entry in the timeline, Tom, the last yeah. one, there's nothing after this. Okay. 2008, oh, Democrat God. and Republican U.S. presidential and vice presidential candidates oh. had their own Cabbage Patch Kids. Barack Obama was depicted with a blue suit. John McCain was depicted in a suit with gray hair. Did we get the vice presidents? Joe Biden was also in a suit with his Fuck. hair slicked up. Sarah Palin was depicted in a trademark suit and skirt skirt with high-heeled pumps. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. That's the last thing on the timeline. As far as this timeline is concerned, Cabbage Patch Kids died after that. Revolting. Good fucking riddance. <laughs> Um, But it still exists. It's been going on. It's like there's a thing also from like 2015 in it. That's just where the timeline ends. I'm realizing we haven't described what they actually look like, but I will say I pretty much nailed it. They are very round, yes. Fat babies, baby. But Um, what's what's interesting is they're like, they're round, but they're also like kind of flat, right? They have, they kind of have anime eyes. (laughs) They, okay. (laughs) No, they have anime eyes. Yeah, maybe. Those are the, no, they're not that flat. Never mind. I was wrong those about are the that. Biggest pupils I've ever seen in my life. I mean, um, I feel like more of the emphasis is put on like chubby cheeks. That's fair. Yeah, their their cheeks and noses are very rosy. I don't like their limbs. Yeah, their limbs are like made out of a different material that is. It's like fabric, so yeah. it's. Why did these sell so much? Defined. You know what this reminds me of? There's the one of those like viral art posts that's like, 
Oh, if you're drawing a face, you should make all the the things equally, all the features equally detailed. And this looks like it saw one of those and fucking spit in their face because <laughs> these irises are so unbelievably detailed, and everything else is so smooth and yeah. featureless. It's more like more like Bambi weird. eyes, Disney yeah. eyes than anything else yeah some of these are really weird looking some of them are just duck outfits i guess they're like theoretically things that would be cute to see a baby in one here just appears to be wearing a wrestling singlet. yeah and you you never had these as a kid right uh no no i sure did more i was more bummed out that there were no genitals on my gi joes <laughs> you know it's not a problem i had i was i was all about lego figures where are the fat nuts <laughs> Is this, hang on, is this a, who is this? This guy looks like Aaron Paul. He does a bit. It, yeah, there's a guy who looks like Aaron Paul holding two Beanie Babies. Cabbage Patch Kids? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, they're different though. Um, we, gotta be, we gotta be as accurate as we can on this That's dumb true, podcast. yeah. We we hold ourselves to an incredibly high standard on which is Which experts. is at least not mispronouncing the things we find on wikipedia yeah um like like hurley (laughs) hurling Um, wow uh yeah i think that we did it done i i feel educated mission success yeah um Um, i'm gonna pick a prompt you should not a prompt i'm gonna pick a new topic why don't you think of a thing for me to say please do i have it (laughs) <laughs> that was fast. Next episode of We Are Experts will be about Cirque du Soleil. Good topic, Eric. I'm very proud of you. Um, and and as your reward, I would like you to say We Are Experts as though you were a Cabbage Patch Kid in a baby voice, please and thank you. Why? If, uh, you're, if Why your child... Oh, I'm not me? done with you yet, Eric. If your child owner's fingers were lodged stuck in your throat come on i've already done a toe one no but this one will be in a baby voice (laughs) i can't (laughs) uh the secret the secret goal of this podcast is for me to humiliate my friends okay and it's also just like it's always baby voices with you i know i know you've like opened a whole episode (laughs) yeah but that's my baby voice yeah people want to hear you your goal isn't even to have like just us do baby voices it's just it's everyone you want everyone to be talking in a baby voice all the time yeah, exactly. I want you down on my level. Stupid oh as hell. Oh, God. All right, here we go. Well, Albert. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Next time, Cirque du Soleil. Someone's got to come scrape Tom off the floor. Thanks for listening to the Major Casts Network. Stay fun, stay nasty, and stay major.